This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're with Anastasia and Warren, Joy 94.9. Anastasia. Oh, that's it's so Whitney much. Houston. You know what, what? What I do want you to remember—that's my um my funeral song. Okay, is it? Yeah, I want you to be wailing <laughs> at my funeral with that on. Okay, her music is dangerous. I'll tell you why it's so dangerous. Because do you remember when I was seeing that guy and I was actually listening to Whitney Houston album, one of her first albums? I was in the shower and I was doing research because we we're going to do a Whitney Houston interview the next day about the Whitney Houston documentary. I instantly fell in love with this guy. I felt so in love with him that I sent you a text that night saying, "Oh my God, I'm so in love with Toby. Oh, I've never, I've never felt this way about a man before. I feel the same way about women. Oh my God, I'm." so in love. It was because I was listening to Whitney all night. But it didn't come to me. The no, text. it didn't come to you. It went straight to, to him. him. <laughs> and he ended up being a complete knob. <laughs> That's probably... What a waste of being in love. But how horrible. But I blame Whitney. I completely, I completely bl- blame it's Whitney. Whitney's what would be your funeral song, darling? I don't know. I've never well, thought about, about that. Think about it. Come on. <laughs> what would you want me to be wailing to? This... Well, I will always love you. It's, it's, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's such a, What about I have nothing? Yeah, well, there wouldn't be anything there. Yeah. there I will so. always love you makes you cry more, so it's better. According to a recent study, if you want to delay the ageing process, yes. you've got to be responsible with money. What? Yep. Financial stress apparently is taking a serious toll on our appearance. Oh, welcome to my world. Says the study, which was published in a, um, a, a journal. Um, and the researchers discovered that people with the highest level of financial stress appear to have aged more over a decade <gasps> than people with lower levels of financial stress. Wow. We better we better become those radio celebrities soon. And make that and money. Getting paid for this. Um, they, <laughs> the, the, over 200 participants were in the study and they had photographs taken of them back in 1994 and then again uh, recently and the photos were then shown to a separate group of 19 reviewers who were asked to judge how old the people in the pictures looked and the reviewers consistently assumed that those with greater financial struggles were older than those with more economic stability. Mm. But the interesting thing is that the people who said they were under financial stress did not see themselves as looking old. Mm, right. But others did. But you know what? You could you could say that about lots of the way we live. It's not just about... I, I think a lot of people are under financial stress, even when they've got money, because they just want to attain more and more. So that's a stress in itself. A- absolutely. But interestingly, they also the authors of the study also said that other sources of stress, like, you know, work or, yep. or home life, which we think would be ageing us, um, affects, affected how old subjects felt about themselves. Exactly but had no effect on how old they looked to others. Yeah, right. Well, look, imagine imagine doing a job that you absolutely detest. Wouldn't that age you? I reckon that would age you even more so. I think so too. Well, we've both been in that situation. Absolutely. In our careers, and most people have been yeah, yeah. In, in that position where yeah. it does stress you and it does age you. But apparently financial stress is affecting our appearance. Wow. Must be all those frowns on your forehead or something. Yeah. Well, it makes a lot of sense, darling. We live in a, in a, in a world that's, you know, 
know, you need the, you need a buckaroo. You need a buckaroo to survive. Hey, now, what about your funeral song? We still need to talk about your funeral oh, song because are, mine is "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston I always think too. about my finale. This is a very sad one. It is because I want everybody to appreciate me. I reckon <laughs> I might choose this. Remember that? Love that song. Turn it up. Joe Dolce, is it? Shut yeah. up at your face. Shut up at your face. So basically, you don't want people to give a crap at your wedding. Ah, shut up at your face. <laughs> I, just, I, just said your, I just said your wedding. What? Well, it could be both. But <laughs> your wedding could be your funeral. But you know what I mean? Like, you don't want sympathy. That's a perfect song for not wanting sympathy. Yeah, it's like, You're so humble. Get on you with it. You hate attention, don't you? I do. Absolutely hate it. So. <laughs> we were just talking about funeral songs because we just gave away the fantastic prize to the Whitney Houston ticket for 26th of January. Um, and I wanted to just acknowledge some of the pro- um, some of the people that um, did go into the draw because their funeral f- songs are adorable. One of them here is Michelle. She says hers is Dolly Parton. Peace Train is her funeral song. Another one is No Sad Songs at My Funeral. Mine's going to be Madonna's Holiday. I love that. Oh, that's a good one. So you don't like sympathy either. I wish I was like you. <laughs> Another one here um, from... Uh, Ron, now this one I got a little bit emotional because it's one of my favourite songs ever. It's called Together Again by Janet Jackson. That's a good one, Ron. That's a really, really good one. And um, another one here, Hi Anastasia, loving the show. (laughs) 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 His funeral song is Landslide, Paul from Abbotsford. Now I'm sure he didn't forget you, Warren. It's just probably long to type Anastasia, Warren. I mean, we're not suggesting that I'm the the show, the star of the show at all. You're revelling in it. Holidays are coming up. Are they? Yes. Yes. Are you going to go away anywhere? No, I don't know. I can't afford it, but I'd really like to go to Bali. But if you Bali did... Bali is calling me. Okay, so let's say you went to Bali. like having a spiritual experience there. <laughs> I can be good for like you. Like some breath work or... You know. Breath work? Breast mm. work? Breath. No, breath. Breath, breath. work. If you had to go, or if you were going to go, what do you reckon would is the ideal time frame to be away for? To be away for, for the year? Yeah. I reckon two months, eight weeks. Eight weeks? Yep. Okay, you know what it is? I think it's very fair. Science knows exactly how many days Science. it takes. Yep, absolutely. The magic number is eight days. I beg your pardon? In any one hit. So for a for holiday. No, just for a holiday. Oh, so you, for a holiday. you might have multiple okay, holidays. It. The magic number is eight days. So researchers have identified this as being optimal um, to maxim- maximise relaxation and happiness without growing bored or homesick. Wow, okay. Yep, eight That's a load of crap. <laughs> eight days away from work and routine can do wonders for your wellbeing, according right. to the researchers, by improving mood, reducing stress levels, restoring energy, mm. and it's just enough time to unpack. Pack, settle in, and fully unplug from the Yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense. Eight days. And they say staying longer than that, however, and your holiday ceases to become any more restorative, mm-hmm. while the readjustment period upon return becomes increasingly difficult to stomach. Right. Yeah, so they've worked it out. So eight days. Oh, well, maybe we should just take eight days off from joy then, um, Warren. <laughs> How do you feel? Because you, you're a great, you've got to go, you love your science. You've got to go away, though. So we'll take just eight days off. Are you happy with that? Oh, I'm actually going away for a bit longer over Are Christmas. You? Yeah. So maybe the, I might negate the experience completely. <laughs> Anastasia and Warren, Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.